1: Hey, everybody arch here and it is time to talk college football that's right it's friday so i've got with me sex panther what's going on man
3: you know if the D-Gens actually knew the circus that happens behind the scenes and the things that we go through the battles we endure to put this stuff together maybe they'd be impressed maybe we get an attaboy i don't know but this morning has just been a shit show um but i drove hard yesterday at this time i was in denver colorado now at this time i am in my domicile i am at home we're on wi-fi no fuck-ups everything should be good ready to go and talk some college football
1: all right Uh, dr Earns, you're
2: here too are you in your double wide as well I am, uh, no. But I was driving the minivan around this morning. So.
1: Oh, all right. You can run. You're taking kids shopping and all that and dropping them off? So, is it soccer you know, practice?
2: This school, there's, well, there is soccer seven days a week. Um, <laughs> that's true. But not this morning.
1: Okay. Okay. So. All right. So we got a lot of ground to cover. So let's get to it. First up, Arizona State to California. It opened up with Arizona State plus five and a half. Cal minus five and a half, and now it is four.
3: Yeah, so this this game is first on our list because this game is tonight. We've got um, four games on Friday night foosball. You know, the the nice thing about do overs is I get a chance to listen to what you guys say and maybe get a little more insight. But on this particular game, it doesn't change anything for me. Um, Cal is like the lone representative for the Pac-12. Like, now it's the Cal Bears is their only hope at, you know, recognition, playoff hopes, anything along those lines. It's Cal and nobody else. Uh, Arizona State, you know, fresh off that big victory at Michigan State, turned around and laid an egg against Colorado. So here they are trying to rebound on the road. at a What I think is a really, really good Cal team, I don't think they're really playoff good, But for the Pac-12, I I really think this is going to be a tough task for the Sun Devils. The the fact that the line is moving towards Arizona State does give me a little bit of pause, but I'm still on the Cal Bears. I will take Cal minus the four.
2: Earns. Yes, Cal is the only remaining undefeated Pac-12 team. Chase Garbers is quarterback for Cal. He's underrated, and they are also well coached. They, this, there's some conflicting information for me in this game, which kind of has me off of the game. You know, both of these teams have been fortunate. Cal, pretty fortunate to beat Washington and also fortunate to beat Old Miss. Um, Old Miss catching a touchdown pass uh, that was ruled short of the goal line last week. And then Washington with some turnovers when they went to Washington and beat Washington. Arizona State, definitely fortunate against MSU, uh, where Al gained like 400 to 200 yards wise in that one in Michigan State, missing three field goals. So, you know, I just uh, – I could see this game going either way. I kind of like the number where it is, and I might lean towards Arizona State and Herm Edwards. Oh, there you go.
1: Yes, I always forget old home. Yes. <laughs> That's correct. Right. Yeah, I'm leaning with you on Arizona State. I don't like the way this is shaping up. The public is on California. And the line's getting better for them. The money is on Arizona State. The line's getting worse for them. So, that's what we'd like to see. Yeah, I'm really leaning with the money here. Arizona State plus four. I just, you know, I don't know much about either of these teams, honestly. So, it's just a lean for me. The total right now is 42. The money is split right down the middle. Right down the middle. Over, under. And the public is on the over.
3: These two really good defensive teams. I I would probably lean um, the under, you know, Arizona State had about three straight games where they only gave up seven points. And then, you know, they gave up the 34 to Colorado, but Cal and Arizona State, both really good defensive teams. I can see this being under.
1: Okay. All right. Let's got them in. Let's move on. UConn. And Central Florida. <laughs> uh, it opened up with Yukon plus 42 and a half UCF minus 42 and a half. And now it is UCF minus 43 and a half.
3: Well, so we we don't just randomly pick these games, right? I, I put together a list uh, on Wednesday night and I, I pass them off to Arch and uh, say, hey, these are the games that I want to talk about. And it's a list of 10. And Central Florida <laughs> was was one of the teams that I was on last week, and God did they lay an egg! But look, UConn—you know the ESPN posts this thing where they have like their bottom five. UConn is like year in and year out on that list. This this team—they they can't recruit. They can't really bring anybody in. It's not—it's—it's it's a basketball school. Uh, Central Florida is got to have a bitter taste in their mouth after that last game against Pittsburgh. I think central Florida at home lights it up, lights it up big. I will take central Florida minus those points. Mm.
2: Yeah, I was very interested to see where you were going to go with this one. Uh, six Panther, uh, 44, I, I guess is the number I saw. I can't remember. don't know if it changed, uh, missed what you said there, but, uh, Look, I've heard UConn has an improved team this year, uh, but they sure didn't look like it against Indiana last week. Uh, I'm not touching them for sure. Um, so maybe uh, UCF here, but I really do worry about a letdown from UCF here because, hey, they're not in the national title hunt anymore uh, after the loss. So uh, last year the game was 56-17, to so that I think is... 39 points uh it was in stores connecticut and that's about all i got i'm staying away
1: yeah i'm kind of staying away from this too that's a big line yes yeah, 43 and a half at some books 44 at others that's it's right on right on there yeah i think you're probably right public and money are both on central florida line is moving in the right direction um But uh, there's that. I'm going to take a look at the over here. The over 64 and a half. This is probably I'm going to squeeze one more over out on the season. I think this is it. (laughs) I'm going to squeeze really hard, and I'm going to take the over 64 and a half. All right. See. All right. Next up, we've got BYU and Toledo. Holy Toledo. It opened up with BYU minus four and a half. Toledo plus four and a half. And now it looks like it's right about two and a half.
3: Yeah, and that's, you know, on the surface, this is one of those games where you're looking at it going BYU and a mid-major. Are you kidding me? This is a walk in the park. This is not, by any stretch, a walk in the park. Toledo is really good, and they can score against dang near anybody. Um, The fact that the line is moving towards Toledo kind of tells me everything I need to know. Uh, I feel like this is a trap, the fact that BYU is even Favored, they're, I mean they're good mid mid major, but they've not been that impressive. They went to double overtime against a bad Tennessee team. They beat what I feel like is a bad USC team in overtime, and then they got absolutely slacked by Washington. So I, I'm not liking BYU at all. If the mafia is looking for a money line play, I kind of like this one. Give me Toledo plus the points.
2: Yeah. Like you said, uh, BYU, they're 2-2 two and two this year, right? And uh, both of those wins coming in overtime and then two blowout losses to Utah and Washington. So probably two games in Tennessee and USC that they you know, probably shouldn't have won. Definitely they shouldn't have won the Tennessee game. That was a game where it was the last play and literally all Tennessee had to do was don't let the receiver behind you and they let the receiver behind them, and BYU goes for 80 yards, kicks a field goal to tie it. So pretty lucky for BYU. Um, as far as them, you know, just being a, a cakewalk playing against a max school, they did lose to a max school at home last year in Northern Illinois, 7-6. to six. So um, there's that. And, um, you know, Toledo's a healthy team, BYU has had a few injuries, a few guys missing on defense. They lost their big-time running back. Uh, what's his name? Tyson Williams. Uh, so maybe that's a difference maker. I don't know. I was all set to fire off on Toledo uh, this week, and then I looked and found out that they gave up uh, 621 Ooh. yards of offense to Colorado State last week, and that's got me a little gun-shy. So maybe uh, lean Toledo, but I'll stay off.
1: Lean him. Okay. Let's see here. Uh, the money and the public are both on Toledo. Well, that's hardly even fair. Mormons don't gamble, so I mean, the public is obviously going to be on Toledo. Uh, yeah, the money's there too. The line is moving in the right direction. Toledo was, you know, it's gotten two points worse for them, give or take, and it's gotten two points better for BYU. Yeah, I like, I like it, Panther. There's just nothing here that indicates there's trouble. I'm going to lean with you. Let's Toledo. I like it. Next up, we got Washington State, Utah. <laughs> It's, uh, let's see, opened up at six. Is that right? Yeah, six, and it is six. Yeah, Washington State plus six, Utah minus six. That's where it opened. That's where it's
0: at.
3: Oh, this this is going to be a heck of a game. Utah, how they rebound from that loss to USC, um, it, it, it's going to be big because Utah was supposed to be, you know, the favorite in the Pac-12. Washington State inexplicably – Loses to UCLA. Like, I just I, – I have nothing for that. I was all over Washington State last week. UCLA hadn't scored more than 14 points in any game and then puts up 67. Uh, I'm just – I was still kind of scratching my head over that. But, listen, Washington State can score on anybody. They uh, put up 605 yards per game. They averaged almost 53 points per game – Utah's got a pretty good defense, but even if they slow them down a little, you're looking at like 42 points. I don't think Utah can keep up. I am going to take Washington State. This is another game that I actually may look at a money line play, but for the purpose of this show, I will take the uh, I will take the points.
2: Yeah. UCLA was actually down last week, I believe, by like four or five touchdowns, which made that, uh, that uh, defeat even more stunning. Uh, I think Utah played uh, made some mistakes last week against USC. Uh, I think they're a pretty good team. They did lose Zach Moss, I believe, for the year, uh, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he's out this game for sure. Uh, he's their, their all uh, he's the All 12 running back. Um, I think they've got uh, a, a couple other guys that can come in and fill the role, though. And uh, last year, Washington State won this game. Last drive late in the quarter had a big uh, play, uh, I believe, for a touchdown come from behind. That was at Washington State. This time it's at Utah, and Utah's looking to make things right. I'll go Utah minus Ooh. the point.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Disagreement. I love it. Uh, you yeah, see the public and the money are both on Washington state, but as we said, that line has not moved. So that's means Vegas is happy right where they're at. They're loving where they their position in this. So that makes me think that Utah might be the play, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure I'm going to stay off this game. The total opened up at 59. It is now 57. So it's trending under, but the public and the money are both on the over. That's very interesting. Makes me think that this might be an under play too. There's all kinds of smelly stuff going on with this game. All kinds of smelly stuff. I don't like it. All right. Next up, we got Clemson, North Carolina. Clemson opened minus, let's see, 24 and a half right in there. And it is, let's see, Clemson. Yeah, 24 and a half. It's now minus 26 and a half. Boy, I'm stumbling right now. North Carolina opened plus 24 and a half. They're plus 26 and a half now.
3: Yeah, so, okay, Clemson, I think when we talk about Clemson, everybody thinks about that offense. Trevor Lawrence gets all the love, um, and rightfully so. He's a phenomenal kid, phenomenal quarterback. Um, But listen, he's not actually been Heisman-esque, if you will. He's already thrown five interceptions so far this season to go along with his 925 yards and seven touchdowns. But Clemson's going to win this game. That, that's not really not the question. The question is, can North Carolina keep it within 27 and a half? I tend to think that they can. They, they lost inexplicably to Appalachian State. I'm just I'm, I'm stunned by some of these losses. These power five schools are suffering. They lose to Appalachian State. They lose to Wake Forest, but they score. They score enough points. And I feel like they're going to score against Clemson. 14 points, fourteen. can they get to 21? I I think this game can stay within four touchdowns. I'm not confident enough to bet it, but I'm going to lean North Carolina plus the points.
2: Yeah, UNC coming off the loss last week uh, at Appalachian State, like you said. But Appalachian State, look, this is a big in-state game for them. They haven't uh, always played. Uh, But, uh, you know, it's an in-state game. Appalachian State was coming off of a bye. And the injury bug kind of hit UNC uh, against Wake Forest. Uh, They had some guys drop out in the second half of that game. And uh, they were down two of their senior offensive line players. uh, Against App State, I think those two guys are are still going to be out against Clemson. And so, you know, App State... You know they have a good team. UNC turned it over three times last week, and that was one too many. They still had a 56-yard field goal that could have could have tied it. But uh, you know, I would say with uh, UNC's offensive line, it's going to be freshmen and sophomores. That's it uh, for them. 27, it's it's kind of a, a too big of a price for me. So. You know, look, Clemson really hasn't had a very tough schedule. I don't know. There's a lot of conflicting stuff here. I'm not going to touch either one of these teams, so I'll stay away.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Whew. Money and the public are both on Clemson. No real surprise. Line's moving in the right direction. It's getting worse for Clemson, getting better for North Carolina. So I think that's yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I'm off this game, too. Let's see. the uh, The total is
2: 60 with the public on the over and the money on the under. Yeah, I mean, I could see with the offensive lineman out, I think uh, UNC could play some defense still. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I I would probably agree with that. Okay. All right, next
1: up, we got K-State, Oklahoma State, opened up at K-State to say four. Wow, and it's stuck at four, as I'm showing here. So K-State plus four, OSU minus four
3: yeah th- i don't know if people are really paying attention to the big 12 um, and it's really it's more than just oklahoma and texas okay k-state it's phenomenal that they're this good this early uh in their coaches first year um and he came down from north dakota state you know winning national titles sending carson wentz to the nfl so k-state is well coached oklahoma state look mike gundy is an offensive genius he has his teams ready he had them ready against texas i mean texas is just a damn good team um you know it's it's tough to go into austin and win those kind of games and but they showed me oklahoma state is for real this is going to be a really really good game but i feel like just kansas state with you know not having the recruits come in yet and getting you know his players and everything I feel like this is the kind of game that they might get overmatched at only four points I'm liking Oklahoma State I will bet the Cowboys Mm. minus the
0: four
2: yeah I think Oklahoma State is a pretty good team especially offensively I don't know about defensively Kansas State's looked pretty good I think they were fortunate to beat Mississippi State at Mississippi State Uh, so I don't know. Maybe they're a touch overvalued, uh, at this point. So I'm going to stay away. Uh, I guess if I had to, boy, this is real tough. I, I would just stay yeah. away from this one. I can't make a call here.
1: It is too tough. This is a very tough game. Oklahoma state is, uh, thankfully they're good at backdoor covers as we found last week, <laughs> <laughs> man. I was sweating that one. I was writing that off as a loss. It,
2: it all counts. Yep.
1: Oh man. So yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the public is on Oklahoma State. The money is on K-State. So this is a weird one. The, with the line kind of gridlocked. I would eh, – I'm going to stay away from it. Let's see. The total is 60 with the public on the over and the money split right down the middle. The money doesn't isn't sure what to do here.
3: I would lean the over here. These two offenses can score. I, I would feel real confident over 60. Yeah, tough. Very tough.
1: All right, Houston, North Texas is next up. Houston is, let's see. Is that right? I'm going to double check that real quick. (laughs) Is that right? It's game 197. Let's see. Houston opened up as, I have totals open. Oh, my God. But I want to double check this because that that seems wild. Uh, 197. Yeah, Houston opened up as a two and a half point favorite. North Texas is a two and a half point dog. And now Houston is a seven and a half point dog. And North Texas is a seven and a half point favorite.
3: You know, I don't know what triggered that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, had mean, to double check. It's true. No, I, well, that was why I grabbed it because yeah. of the line. But for it to swing that far, maybe our, um, the good doctor is going to bring us some kind of injury report or quarterback report. But I looked at the line and I'm like, you got to be shitting me. Houston is a touchdown and a hook underdog. Um, look, I know North Texas is a good team, and I know they, they get in battles. I mean, they had toe-to-toe with Cal and, and could have pulled that one out. But Houston has, has played a much tougher schedule. The loss to Oklahoma in Norman was respectable. The loss to Washington State by only a touchdown is respectable. Um, you know, this is – Houston's a good team. They've been a good team you know, for a long time, and now you've got, you know, the West Virginia coach, Dana Hoerson, down there. you got to bring in his recruits. But, look, he knows how to fling the ball. I'm just kind of stunned by this line. I'm taking Houston, and I'm really thinking about this is another possible money line play, you know, because at 7.5, you're looking at about plus 260. I like Houston. I like Houston a lot in this game.
2: All right. Would you still like Houston if you knew that uh, the Eric King and uh, Keith Corbin uh, are redshirting this year and no longer playing with the team? <laughs> well,
3: that – so King is their leading passer and leading rushing, so That would explain the
2: line. King was responsible for 50 touchdowns, I think, which is – I don't – it might be a record, um, but I think it led uh, – I think it was better than Murray or whoever last year. So I think it was the most, but um, – yeah, basically, uh, Houston started off one and three. And it's the kind of the, one of the big stories right now in college football. Uh, to Eric King, uh, Holgerson, and uh, Corbin using this uh, four-game redshirt in a completely different way that no one's ever used it before. They're going to sit these guys for the rest of the year, bring them back next year, and wow. uh, try to have a really big year next year. So, Toon is going to be playing quarterback. uh He played a little bit last year. He didn't look fantastic, but he was kind of thrust into a bad situation there, so maybe he'll be good this year. I mean, the part that keeps me off this game is that I read an article about some possible other red shirts. And so, you know, if there's guys that are going to be missing off the defense as well, um, you know, that could be a big factor in this game. If all the defense is going to be there and we've just got Tune in the game – I would lean towards Houston here, but not knowing all that information, I'd probably stay off.
1: Man, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm off this game. You scared me off. It. This is just too many, <laughs> too many unknowns. Too many yeah. unknowns. Yeah, and a, 10, a lot of them. A ten point shift in the spread I means yeah, it's just that's scary. That's that's terrifying. Public and money are both on North Texas, uh, and the line is moving in the right direction. Uh, the total is 59 with the public and the money, both on the uh, the over there. Oh. So another interesting little.
3: That's interesting. The NCAA, if other schools do this, the NCAA is not going to leave this alone. That, that's not why they put the rule in place. Uh, I think it had, really had more to do with medical red shirts and, and injuries to let guys come back to call your season, a loss because you're one in three and oh, so you say, screw it, I'm going to punt the whole season and bring these guys back. That really is not what college football is supposed to be all about.
1: Yeah. College football is about purity and clean competition.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You hit it on the head paid, there. Getting paid and getting the pay, getting the parents, new houses and cars. <laughs>
1: Right, right. No, nobody does that. Nobody does that except for Adidas schools. All right. Hey. Next up, we got USC and Washington. Let's see. That is two. Oh, I'm going to double check these lines now because now I'm I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, let's see USC opened up as a nine point dog. Washington, a nine point favorite, and now it is ten and a half. Yeah. So this one,
3: look, I, there's no way I could leave this one alone, right? USC, I. have Kind of been dogging all season. I don't think they're very good, but they turn around and keep winning. Last week was, you know, a, a bona fide trap, right? We couldn't figure out why Utah was only a four point favorite, and the, the, the trap came out. It came to be true. Um, but look, USC, I'm just, I'm not in, I just, I'm not in love with this team. I and mean, then they keep getting recruits but I don't trust them. Um, The Washington Huskies, I I can't believe that they're, I don't want to say their season's over already, but when you take that early season loss, then it it kind of really derails you for what your lofty goals are. So I, I like Washington to win the game, but that 10 and a half is so, so rich. I think USC can cover it, I'm going to lean USC plus the points, Um, but I I still don't trust them.
2: Yeah, USC was with their third quarterback last week against Utah and still won. So the first guy, Daniels, he's out for the year in the first game. Then insert uh, the second guy, which was the true freshman Slovis. Slovis, I think, had a concussion. He went out on the first series, I think. So in comes uh, Fink. It was the third guy, and he's the one that beat Utah last week. But I think last week Utah basically said, like, hey, if you're going to beat us, you're, your third-string quarterback is going to throw the ball to beat us. And that's exactly what happened. Um, they chucked it up. They threw deep passes. And USC has, you know, as good as st- skill players as you can get. And uh, those receivers just went up and got it. The running backs had big days. And, uh, Utah made some mistakes. USC comes away with the win. So, um, Washington, you know, everybody is really high on this right now. They had just had a big win blowout win off BYU. Well, how, how good is BYU? You know, so, um, is Washington a little overinflated because of the win off BYU? I don't know. I'm going to stay away. I think USC could make this one interesting, um, Maybe I'd lean that way, but it's hard to bet against Peterson, so I'm just going to stay away.
1: Yeah, public and money are both on uh, both on Washington, so the line is moving correctly. There's nothing uh, – I'm not seeing anything I like today. <laughs> Damn, uh, Nance, But, yeah, public money there. The line's moving in the right direction. The total opened up 58 and a half. It's now 61, so it's trending over with the money on the over and the public on the under. So keep that in mind. It might be a good overplay there. All right, UCLA, Arizona. UCLA opened up as a – just making sure I got that right. UCLA opened up as a a seven-and-a-half-point dog, Arizona's seven-and-a-half-point favorite, and now it is six-and-a-half.
3: Yeah, I I I go through UCLA's schedule, and and I look at who they played and what they've done, and I still look at this Washington State game going, it's a fluke. Like, they they scored more points in that game than they did their other three games combined. Like, they're just something – maybe it's just because they were, you know, down the five touchdowns and just going gun happy. Um, I'm really surprised that Chip Kelly is struggling, you know, to put something together down there in L.A. I I thought he would at least have them more competitive – um, but they've been getting steamrolled, and I just still can't figure out that Washington State game. I'll, I'll be scratching my head over that one the rest of the season. You know, Arizona, when they started this this season, they went at ah, Hawaii. And I was all over Hawaii, I think, or uh, Arizona, I'm sorry. Arch, I think even you jumped on Arizona that one. But now yes. it, it looks like Hawaii's not that bad of a team. Yeah, all of a sudden. The, 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 you know, so that loss does not look that bad. Um, and then, you know, they took care of, uh, Texas tech a couple weeks ago. So I'm kind of really liking Arizona. The six and a half seems palatable. I I can tolerate that. I'm going to take the wildcats minus the six and a half.
2: Okay. Yeah. I don't care how good Hawaii is. I don't care how good they are. Arizona should be beating Hawaii. Okay. So. Uh, This is a team, this is an Arizona team that just blew the doors off of Oregon last year. I mean, it wasn't even close. And then they lost some games last year. And then they come out this year and they lose to Hawaii. So, look, UCLA, you know, maybe they've got something clicking now. And uh, they're going to score some points here. Uh, If you bet on Arizona, you got to bet on Kevin Sumlin and Will Tate and all the inconsistencies there. So. I'm staying away, but, uh, certainly Arizona, you know, should get it done, but, uh, not for me.
1: Okay. So let's see. So it did, it moved to only half a point on the spread, but this is with the public and the money on Arizona and it's gotten better for them. It's gotten worse for UCLA by that half a point, little trappy, just a little trappy, just a little hint, just a little sniff of trap. <laughs> Man, so it's tough. I, I, I kind of want to take UCLA here because mostly because I haven't bet a whole lot, but I, I'm going to lean UCLA on this one. Just going to lean them. The uh, total in this game is 71 with the public and the money on the over. And yeah, it has. It was 71. Oh wow, 71 and a half is where it opened. 71 now. Both teams are on the over. Both sides are on the over, and it's getting slightly underish. So hmm. all kinds of craziness here. they yeah. one go I'm- under.
3: Man, I, I definitely like the under in that play. Yeah, I think I mean, that's the play. Three, three. UCLA's first three games, they only scored 14 points. I mean, unless they're going to come into this game thinking from the very start that they're behind five touchdowns and just throw it every single play, I, I think the under is the play there.
1: Yeah, I think you're probably <laughs> right. Just notating that, Panther likes the under here. Okay. All right. Well, look what we have here. Virginia <laughs> at Notre Dame. Oh, boy. No, let's see. Let's just make sure we got this line exactly right. 173. It is. Virginia opened as an 11-point dog. I am. Noticed. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Sorry. Cut you off there. 12.5. Is that what you're saying?
1: 12.5. Yeah. It's It opened I, at 11. And now it's yeah. 13 minus 12 and a half.
2: I just want to say I am so curious right now. Okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> what do you got for us?
3: Listen, if, you, if you're new to the show... <laughs> Notre Dame is my team. You know, no 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 apologies that this is my team. Um, I talk about it. That's why we save them for last at least for me. I think we got a few more of the doctors picks. But um listen. They showed up. Well, a vast majority of the Irish showed up. That offensive line last week, I can't make it. I have never ever seen a Notre Dame offensive line make so many damn mistakes holding, blocking downfield, personal foul. Like, I'm just – every time we would get some momentum, the, the offensive line would kill it. Um, you know, hats off to Georgia. That is a damn good team. Offensively and defensively, I think Jake Fromm is probably the best quarterback in the nation. If I'm the Miami Dolphins next year, I'm drafting Jake Fromm. If I'm Jake Fromm, I'm coming back for my senior year to not go to Miami. Um, but – Look, Notre Dame, defensively, We and, you know, Doc, you talked about this last week. They were the 120th-ranked defense, and I'm like, I don't know who's watching this shit. They are not 120th, and they showed up. They showed up so good. That's the best defense they've played since 2012. Um, I love the Irish, but now it's the week after a loss, and this is the one where I'm like, it's so dangerous because – we go into the season every year, high hopes, playoff hopes, national title hopes, and then they suffer a defeat. And Brian Kelly, in his entire tenure, cannot get that team ready the day after, the week after. The, the, the week after, I remember, I think, was 2013, going down to Florida State, going down to Tallahassee, the whole um, blocking in the end zone, touchdown negated, lost that game, End up losing, like, Five of the next six games. Just an absolute tailspin. This game will tell us what Notre Dame's made of for the rest of the season. Because, look, quite frankly, their schedule sucks. There's, there's not a lot to like. Michigan's terrible. Stanford's terrible. Hopefully USC is maybe better than I think, but I think they're terrible. They've got to win. they got to win big. I'm trusting Brian Kelly. God damn it hurts to say. I'm trusting... Brian Kelly, to have this team ready, that there's still something to fight for. I'm going to take the Irish minus the 12 and a half. And one more thing, because this never happens for Notre Dame. Kudos to the voters, right? They they clearly watched that game because they only dropped Notre Dame from 7 to 10. Notre Dame was worthy. Notre Dame played. They belonged in that game, just couldn't pull it out. Um, it's frustrating because that seems to be our song and dance for the last two decades, but we're close, we're getting there, maybe one day, but go Irish. Doc, you better not rip up my Irish, I will swear to God, I'll come over to your house and think your
2: <laughs> So, you know, Sex Panther and I, we've, this happens very often, and it happens in particular with Notre Dame, but We've proven that we can both watch a Notre Dame game and come away with totally, completely different opinions on what happened in the game. (laughs) Last year, Notre Dame and Bishkin opened up. Uh, Notre Dame wins that game. And I said, wow, you know, I got to give Kelly a lot of credit. I think they might have an outside chance here. Sex Panther watches the game, says, no, they'll never do it. So Notre Dame ends up running the table, getting into the playoffs. Playoff game comes around against Clemson. I watched the game, and I think, you know, hey, Clemson's pretty good here. And, you know, Notre Dame's without an offensive line. I mean, they just ran up against a good team. Sex Panther comes out and says, well, you know what, this and that and the other, but Clemson's no good. So the next week he ends up picking against Clemson in the national title game. So here we are again, another Notre Dame game. And, look, people are going to have different opinions about this game, but I'm going to take a factorial angle here. Okay. Notre Dame did virtually nothing offensively in the game versus Georgia. Nothing at all Mm -hmm. until six minutes left in the game. Okay, six minutes left in the game. They're down by 13, presumably Georgia in a little bit softer of a defense, and they have a nice drive, and they score a touchdown. They only had 10 points before that. Their touchdown came off of a muffed punt by Georgia. It was a short field. It took them four downs to get into the end zone. And Book throws it to the wrong guy. C- commit uh, the tight end, reaches and plucks it out, intercepts the ball in the end zone for Notre Dame. So they didn't do anything offensively for me. Okay, So I don't have um, them up with the elites in college football after watching this game. Okay, so But I do give uh, credit to Brian Kelly because I think he had him ready that game now. How is this game next week not a letdown situation for Notre Dame? Uh, That was the biggest game in September since 2013, as far as the people that watched the game, um, as far as I understand for the rating for that. So anyways, look, Virginia here, they they had a tough game with Florida State. They probably, you know, possibly should have lost that game. I think both of these teams are probably mm-hmm. bet against uh, going into the rest of the season. I'm going to stay off this one, but 12 and a half is a lot of points.
1: It is a lot of points. Public and money are both on Virginia. It's getting better for them. It's getting worse for Notre Dame. So this indicates it could be a trap, trap game. Oh, you know, I have not bet a whole lot because nothing's going to really, yeah, Nothing's really flipping my skirt up. I'm going to follow Sex Panther. I don't believe i followed him on a Notre Dame play all season, but I think, I think he, we'll see if he's got it. So I'm going to take Notre Dame minus 12.5. I'm following Sex Panther, following the trap. We'll see hey. what
2: happens. Hey, guys, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say this, though, about this, which is one little side note. Apparently, I didn't get credit uh, for the win last week uh, for my Notre Dame pick. Uh, I did say that I was leaning Notre Dame. And if this game got to 15, I'm coming in. I'm taking the Irish, I think, were my exact words on that. The okay. game closed at some books at 16 and a half. So um, I did come in on the Irish. I can
1: only give you credit for what we do in the podcast because as soon as the podcast is over, I go bet all this shit.
2: So. Direct direct <laughs> quote from Ernst, if it gets to 15, I'm coming in on the Irish. What do you I think? Do, I, 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 I do remember him saying that. Did we I, agree on
3: that? We did. We, I, I do remember you saying that. I. Here's where we differ when we talk about Notre Dame. I try to focus on the positive, right? I focus on Notre Dame's oh, defense how no. they held Jake Fromm to 187 yards. And then you have to come in, you have to find, nitpick every fucking thing that the Irish do wrong. They don't do that. No, 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 facts, is facts. I, it, it, is it's fast. It's everything is it, you
2: said is and everything nitpicking?
3: I do. We're, we're both right. We, we can both be right. Just stop well, I, being a damn Notre Dame hater. I, I
1: don't think he was nitpicking when he said the entire offense sucks.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's not
1: that, really a nitpick. That's, that's kind it, of a, a broad sweeping statement.
3: <laughs> well, here, here, here's where they suck, and this has been all he's They've got to find a running game. Ian Book cannot be the leading rusher. Like, we, we can't run the ball, and this is not Notre Dame football. We cannot run the football at all, so we, we got to find a running game. But I digress. Otherwise, we'll keep this this show we'll go two hours.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, by the way, just real quick, real quick. 51 is where it opened total, 48 and a half now. Everybody in the world is on the under. And you know, Vegas is is following that too. It's trending under. Kind of like the underplay here. It's just <laughs> the <laughs> offense is that bad. The defense is that good. If we split the difference between Earns and Panther, we see you can see a clear picture where the under might happen.
2: I would probably lean that way. I mean, yeah. I, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't Look, be surprised I was- if it
3: was- game, something along those lines.
2: Yeah. All right. That's
1: it for Six Panther. Doctor, what have you got for
2: us? Okay. The UNLV running Rebels at Wyoming. I'm going to take a stab here. I'm going to bet UNLV. I believe it's at nine and a half points, unless you can give me a better number, Arch. That'd be even better. I'm looking. looking. (laughs) All right. Uh, nine hey, even man nine even flat uh, nine come on you can't find me a nine and a half not in my I'll, books I'll, I'll go for i'll go with nine i'll go with okay. nine and uh look they're healthy i thought they looked decent against uh northwestern they you have to go to Laramie, wyoming uh, so they got some altitude there but it was unlv's bye week uh, i think wyoming is probably banged up um they got you know maybe five or six guys out uh so I am going to go with the UNLV running Rebels for a bounce back here.
3: This isn't a game. <clears throat> excuse me. This isn't a game that I looked at, <clears throat> but I am looking at it now. And UNLV historically, I think you almost have to go back to the Randall Cunningham day to, to, for them to actually be any good. Um, that This is... Basketball school, and you have to go back to the shark days for that. Like UNLV is a college in the middle of Sin City. Maybe, maybe you're betting it. I don't know, but um, they lost to Northwestern, and Isaiah Bowser didn't even really do much in that game. Um, Wyoming, look, with the big feather in their cap, is that big win against Mizzou, and Mizzou has really gotten way better since that game. I just. Man, I just don't like UNLV. They, they've given up 30 and 43 points in their last two losses, one of which was Arkansas State, and they've only put up 14 and 17. I mean, I don't know the players. I don't know a lot, but everything I'm looking at says Wyoming's the play. Um, I'm leaning Wyoming. I'm not betting on any of Doc's picks here, but I'll lean Wyoming.
1: I love this UNLV play. I fucking oh. love it. <laughs> The public is so hard on Wyoming, it's absurd, and the money is so hard on UNLV. And yes. yeah, Vegas is trying to get out of here. You know, that's already a point-and-a-half shift, which is pretty, pretty decent. And, yeah, I love it. UNLV plus a nine, I love that play. Yeah, right. I'm going to follow you, Ernst, because the money is so hard on there. Let's do it.
2: UNLV plus nine. There it is. We're going to do it this time. There we go. Hey, White. Go? Yeah, yeah white, white Sex Panther, explain me. Why we're not talking about um, Ohio State and, and, and your beloved Nebraska? Um, because. because with, I, with game day coming in to Lincoln, Nebraska this week.
3: Listen, I, I think going into the season, we had questions about Ohio State. And in my opinion, this is my opinion. Those questions have been answered. This this game wasn't anything to talk about because Ohio State's going to beat them by forty. This this is going to be a foot stomping, ass kicking takeout to the woodshed. I, I'm really surprised game day went out there because Nebraska is not going to have an answer for this Ohio State offense.
2: So you're taking Ohio State minus the point. Yeah, are you going to bet it? Out? Yeah, I'll bet. Do you want to see- know? Do you want to know what the line is first? Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> it's care. It's 17. 17. Okay, yeah, 17. 17. Run, yeah, down from uh, 17 and a half, which is what it was uh, a couple of days ago. But, yeah. uh, you know, I, I said last week I was going to start to go against Ohio State here. So, hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go with Nebraska plus Ooh. the points at home, game day. And, uh Yeah. Why not? Cornrows I like it. I, I can't think of,
1: I can't think of a reason. Why not? Uh, public and money <laughs> are both on Ohio State. It's not super decisive, but it's it's enough. Yeah. That the, they're there. The line is moving in, you know, the line opened at 14, 14 and a half, and then it, it jumped all the way up to 17 and a right, half and it's kind right. of recessed back a bit. But what? yeah, I, I yeah. I, you guys can duke that out. I'm off this game. <laughs> right. That's yeah. You like the total here? What is it, uh, 66 and a half, right around there? Is that right?
3: Yeah. I like the over. I like the over a lot. 66. Oh. It's called
1: 66 even. With the public and the money both on the over, and it's really, it's not moving much. The total's not moving much. Yeah, so who knows? Actually, it's trending under. Holy shit. 67 is where it is. Oh, boy. Did you just find a play arch? Maybe so. I kind of like the under here. Uh, Yeah, let's go under I'm going to lean it though This is a lean I don't really know that much All right, Ernst, what else you got?
2: I mean, I don't have anything that I'm taking So, uh, you know, there's a lot of good games this week So, I mean, if you want to touch on any uh, Sex Panther, any Northwestern uh, Wisconsin or um, Indiana, Michigan State Or anything like that But uh, other than that That's about it that's about it.
1: Panther, you got anything else you like?
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I At this point, I want, you know, I was kind of on Northwestern, but Isaiah Bowser getting injured at the Stanford game, and he just hasn't been right since um, really affected them. But, look, I is the verdict still out on Wisconsin, or are they just that, that good? I, I mean, Michigan looked like shit in that game. At this point, I'm wanting Wisconsin to run the table to get to the Ohio State game, which I think is – October 26th. So Ohio State and Wisconsin are both undefeated. I can tell you where game day is going to be that weekend.
2: I, I got to throw out one fact uh, on this because I've never seen it before. And Sex Panther is going to like this one. But I was re-watching the, uh, the Michigan-Wisconsin game last week. And I'm just thinking about how bad Michigan's defense is. And I saw Wisconsin get six positive plays in a row. And I'm thinking, thinking – For crying out loud, play some defense, Michigan. What the heck's going on here? Like, are you going to stop them at all? Is there going to be an incomplete pass or a negative play at all? So the drive ends up going 13 plays. All of them were positive. It was something like 80 yards or something for a touchdown drive. Okay. Then over the next two possessions, so three possessions combined, Wisconsin had 23 consecutive positive plays against the, the uh, Michigan defense <laughs> 20 how do you do that I mean can you can you even I mean how, there was no incomplete passes and no no stops for a loss just every time they hand it off or they throw it and it's a completion I guess Michigan 23 times in a row this this is probably Harbaugh's swan song
3: he's you know, maybe Miami's going to be looking for a coach. Maybe somebody's going to be looking for a coach, but he can't beat Ohio state now. He can't beat the big, he can't win the big game. I, I got to believe even the be faithful up there are going to get tired of eight and four, or nine and three every year. If there's if the right NFL job is open, I would not be shocked to see Harbaugh on.
1: But the good news is he's got a charming attitude that everybody just loves. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that, right. that's his saving grace. Yeah. Oh.
3: Dude, I can't sit through his interviews that he's borderline psychotic. There's a yeah. few, he's a few points short of a happy meal.
1: He is. He is. I agree. All right. One more game I want to look at just because I had to take a quick glance and the line is all over the place. So this is kind of fun. Kansas at TCU. The game opened up at Kansas plus 16, TCU minus 16. And depending on your book, it's either 15, 15 and a half. 14 or 14 and a half it is all over the place public and money both coming in on the jayhawks and yeah it's all over the place Uh, this is really interesting less miles earns less is more right
2: yeah i think it's called miles to go actually
1: oh is it miles to go
2: (laughs) maybe so maybe so Uh, you know they look pretty good against boston college Um, boston college was even up i think like 17 to 7 or something like that and then it was just dominating, right? I mean, what's that run like? Thirty-five to seven. uh, finals. It was some but
1: incredible run,
2: like that, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I I'm not looking to bet against Kansas right now. I mean, it's it's so crazy how it changes just like you know a couple weeks. Yeah, it's, it's, hey,
1: they almost beat the the second worst team in the Big Twelve too. let just with West Virginia. There you go. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Kansas plus plus the points, man. Keep an eye on it, Panther.
3: You know, I, I don't think they'll win this game, but if you can get them at 15 and a half, I, I, can, I can get behind that. I can get logic. I, I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid of that Boston College game because when you look and see what they've done, that one pops out as the fluke, right? It's like, what happened here? Because they didn't have anything mirroring that in any other game. Um, TCU, in their loss, SMU still put up 38 so, you know, look, I think Kansas. I think Kansas loses this game, and you gotta give you gotta give Miles a chance to get some recruits in there. Maybe he stays long enough to to make them competitive. But um, I I'm not gonna do it. But I can find the logic in taking Kansas plus fifteen and a half. Matter of fact, to me, yeah. that's the only play. It's Kansas yeah. or nothing.
1: I, I think so too. And I'm just gonna kind of keep an eye on this one because it's all over the place. This is like a bullet going through JFK's body. It is traveling every which way. Sorry, this is crazy. <laughs>
2: oh. Hey, yeah, I mean, I looked for something fluky in that Boston College game. And I didn't see it. I think they just kicked, kicked their ass. So. Nice, nice. All right. Well, shit, should we recap? Wait, tonight's game, Penn State, Maryland. Is there any trap in that arch? Because that was Ten. my question. Yeah. Yes, there
1: is. The trap is uh, the money is on Maryland for some reason, and the public is on Penn State, but the line is getting you know worse for Penn State and better for Maryland.
2: Wow. So what does that mean to you? Great. To <sighs> Good thing, man. Yeah,
1: I mean, I kind of like Penn state minus the six and a half, but I have not seen Maryland much of them at all. What do you think? Are they, are they for real?
2: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's... yeah. They, they um, look Maryland. They had a, an experienced offensive line. I will say this and their most experienced guy was out for the year or he's out for 4 to 6 weeks. He left last game. So their offensive line is going to be even worse. So, I don't know. It's it's interesting. That's why I think this game seems kind of trappy. But yeah,
1: well, fuck Duke uh Duke VaTech is trappy too if you want to look at it. I mean, the it's trending in the wrong direction. The public and the money are both on Duke and it either is getting worse for Duke or not moving at all. So,
2: Yeah, Jerry you know. Kill is showing up in Virginia Tech tonight. So, that's uh Jerry Kill the former coach at Minnesota, okay, yeah. and he had to be. He he always had Minnesota overachieving. He had to retire because he had these seizures, and sometimes he'd have them during the game. He was eventually forced to retire, but he's been a consultant since then. Now he's joined on with Virginia Tech, and he's making his debut as wow. a consultant tonight. So maybe, maybe, maybe. Virginia Tech is going to have a big day.
1: Maybe so, maybe so. It, yeah, that's that's sad to see here. Health issues, not Urban Meyer issue, health issues, but real health issues get in the way, right? All right, let's recap this, boys, and let's get out of here. Panther is taking Cal minus the four. He's leaning the under in that. Panther, or excuse me, Dr. Earns and I are leaning Arizona State. Uh, Panther likes Central Florida minus the points. I'm thinking over. I'm, I'm playing the over on this one against UConn. We all three kind of agree on Toledo. Earns and I lean, Panther bet. <laughs> and he's saying you might want to even look at the money line there. Let's see, UNLV, I fucking love this play. UNLV plus the points against Wyoming. Dr. Earns and I are on it. Panther is leaning Wyoming. I, let's see, Panther is betting Washington State versus Utah, and Dr. Earns is betting Utah in that matchup. Panther is also going to lean North Carolina plus the points against Clemson. Earns and I didn't like it, so we stayed off that one. Let's see. Sex Panther also likes Oklahoma State minus the points against K-State. So that's interesting. I, I don't know about that one. I keep looking back at that under. It's trending under and the public's on the over. I really like the under in that K-State game. Uh, let's see. Earn says give him the under in the Virginia-Notre Dame game. Panther says give him Notre Dame, and I'm going to follow both of them on this one. I'm betting the under and Notre Dame. I'm following Panther there. let uh, Let's see. Panther likes Ohio State minus the points against Nebraska. Earns says no way. He's taking Nebraska plus the points, and I'm leaning the under in this one. Panther also likes Houston plus the points against North Texas, although Earns did his best to scare him off that game. Panther's leaning USC against Washington plus the points. And uh, UCLA, Arizona. Panther is betting Arizona minus the points, and he's liking the under there too. I'm leaning... Uh, UCLA and the under in that game, and that I think is it. Is that it? Do we touch everything? Yeah, I think so. Earns, well, is there any final thoughts we should have before we punch
2: out? Uh, what's Six Panthers record on Notre Dame this year? Ugh, not great. I haven't run the numbers yet, but it's is not it, great. Six Panthers. I'm one. I'm, I'm one and one. That Louisville game was a push. Okay, well then he's obviously got to get it going. So everybody, get out your wallets, get to the window on Notre Dame this week. Ah, well, not, the first smart, not the first smart thing Doctor said all
3: day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Take it home, Panther. We're going to hit an hour. Take it home.
3: Oh, God. Yeah, let's get out of here. Uh, I'm already home. Uh, weekend starting. going to go car shopping. Find my 17-year-old a, another car. We're flipping his. Um, pick up the kid this weekend. Not a whole lot of nothing. I think it's going to be a... Uh, sit on the couch and watch college football kind of weekend so get on discord you know the deal that's where we talk shit we uh talk about yesterday's picks last week's picks tomorrow's picks every pick we get on there i'm sure you guys are going to have something to say about my irish lucky i don't want to hear from your ass last week was enough um but it's all said and done kids make some money
0: fools